the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Bob Bernie Live. Looking at today's news through a biblical worldview. Well, thank you and welcome back to Bob Bernie Live. Hey, you ever been to Disneyland or Disney World, Disneyland in California or Disney World in uh, Florida? Well, I have many, many times. Most of you probably know I was raised in Southern California. And believe it or not, I am old enough to remember when Disneyland opened. I was very young. I really was. I was just a child, but I do remember. And uh, we went to Disneyland all the time. In fact, uh, spent my uh, my senior party, graduation party, at uh, Disneyland in California. I don't know, probably 50 or 60 different schools got together uh, we went in like at 11 o'clock at night. They had shut it down, put everybody else out. And we had an all-night party at uh, Disneyland. It was it was really fun. Uh, we began taking our children to Disney World in Florida uh, not long after they opened. Well, my most unpleasant experience ever at Disneyland in California was the day after Christmas, a few years ago, not not that long ago, we uh, we had taken the family out to California uh, around uh, Christmas time during Christmas break, and uh, we we decided to go to Disneyland the day after Christmas. Bad, bad, bad move. The place was absolutely jam-packed at approximately 11 a.m. I don't remember when they opened. I think they opened like at 10. Well, around 11, they shut the gates. They had reached absolute capacity, and they couldn't let anybody else in. I'd never heard of that happening at Disneyland. Never happened in all the many years that I went there when I was a kid. But anyway, they had reached capacity. They closed the gates, wouldn't let anybody else in. And it was bad. You couldn't walk. Uh, it was bad. Lines were just incredibly long to all the rides. It was an absolutely miserable experience. But I cannot imagine not being allowed to leave. Well, that happened at Shanghai Disney in China. Yeah, Shanghai has a large Disney park. I don't know what they call it, Disneyland, Disney World, anyway. Oh, it's Shanghai's Disney Resort is what they call it. And uh, yesterday, something really strange happened. There is a new, I started to say outbreak of COVID. Not really. A few COVID cases have shown up in Shanghai. And I mean just a few. But the totalitarian government there panics 
goes out of their head every time some COVID pops up. So because of a few cases that had popped up, the uh, Chinese government ordered Shanghai's Disney Resort close their doors. Okay. I was at Disneyland when that happened, but not like this. Not only would they not let anybody else in, they would not let anybody out. Yeah. Quote, Shanghai's Disney Resort abruptly suspended operations yesterday, pardon me, to comply with COVID-19 prevention measures, with all visitors at the time of the announcement directed to stay in the park until they return a negative test for the virus. You couldn't leave. Every single guest. Now, I don't know how many people Shanghai's Disney Resort holds, but it's huge. I don't know whether it's as big as California or or Florida, but it's a gigantic thing. And every single person in the park, if they wanted to leave, they had to take a COVID test. And if they did not come up negative, sorry, you were going to stay in the park. Uh, Quote, the theme park continued to operate rides for visitors stuck in the park. Really? Now, uh, and the the story doesn't tell me. It's it's a long, long story uh, from the news. Um, It doesn't tell me, well, what if you tested positive? Where do they put you up for the night? How long do you have to stay if you didn't test Negative for two days, and we're not we're not told. But how weird was that? Now, what brought this around? Quote, Shanghai reported 10. You ready for this? I don't know what the population of Shanghai is, but it's a huge city. Shanghai reported 10 locally transmitted cases on October 30th, all of which were people without symptoms. So get this. In a city of a few million people, 10 people in the whole city tested positive. No symptoms. They just tested positive, and they shut down Disney Resort, and they won't allow anybody to leave until they test negative for COVID. Um. Talk about radical. Well, these are the kinds of things that uh, we have begun to expect from the communist Chinese government. Now, since we're talking about COVID and China, listen to this headline from uh, October 27th. I can't believe I didn't see it until today. But here's a headline from a reputable news source. Senate report concludes COVID-19 pandemic was likely caused by lab leak in Wuhan, China. Yeah, get this. Talk about shocking. An interim report from the Senate Health, Education, Labor, and Pension Committee Minority Oversight Staff, these would be the Republicans on this committee, 
Uh, the oversight staff released a study that concluded, quote, SARS-CoV-2 and the resulting COVID-19 global pandemic was more likely than not the result of a research-related incident associated with coronavirus research in Wuhan, China. The report declared, quote, the hypothesis of a natural zoonotic origin no longer deserves the benefit of the doubt or the presumption of accuracy. Remember what we were told? Wet market, bat, animals, this came from bats. And when people began talking about the possibility that this was actually generated in a lab and it was released either accidentally or intentionally and caused millions of people to die in a worldwide pandemic, conservatives were told you are conspiracy nuts, you are crazy, you are nuts. Remember what the news media called Donald Trump when he just asked whether this was a possibility? Well, here is a respected Senate committee. Now, I have to add, it's the Republicans on the committee are saying through their research, they have concluded it is most likely that this virus that impacted all of us was engineered. Hang tight. I know this is shocking. I'll be right back. Talk radio that makes a difference. Makes a difference. This is Bob Bernie Live. And welcome back to this uh, final segment of today's program. Uh, Just before the break, I was introducing you to a shocking report from the Senate Health, Education, Labor, and Pension Committee Minute Minority Oversight Staff. Again, these are the Republicans on this respected Senate committee. They have concluded through their research that the COVID-19 virus was indeed generated, invented in a lab in Wuhan, China, and was either released accidentally or possibly intentionally. Now, we were told, no, 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 this came from animals. It was transferred from one animal to another. The technical term is zoonotic origin. In other words, zoology, animals came from animals. This Senate committee is saying, "Uh uh-uh, nope. The report, which is labeled interim because it cannot be final without information being withheld by the People's Republic of China. Yes, they are withholding information that this committee has requested, and China is refusing to give it to them. So it is an interim report. But listen to this, quote, It demonstrates that there was research being conducted at the virus uh, lab in China that Dr. Anthony Fauci swore under oath was no way, no how happening there. And it also reveals that this research was partially funded by American taxpayer dollars and, quote, strongly implies that one such study developed the virus that was eventually engineered into COVID-19. 
this report is indicating that not only did this virus come from a lab in China, that at least part of this research was paid for by your tax dollars, even though Dr. Anthony Fauci swore under oath, absolutely not. Now, to give you a balanced view, it says, the report's authors generously state that it's still possible that SARS-CoV-2 emerged through natural zoonotic transfer. They note that the failure to identify the original host reservoir, the failure to identify a candidate intermediate host species, and the lack of serological or epidemiological evidence showing transmission from animals to humans, the low genetic diversity of the earliest known SARS-CoV-2 human infections and other factors are strong arguments against it. So in other words, they're saying, is it possible that this came from animals? Yes, but it is not likely. Again, quoting, also according to the report, there was no published genetic evidence that SARS-CoV-2, which was the originator of COVID-19, according to the report, there was no published genetic evidence that SARS-CoV-2 was circulating in animals prior to the start of the COVID-19 pandemic. Instead, The epidemiological and serological evidence shows that when SARS started infecting humans, it was already well adapted for human-to-human transmission. Now, the rest of it gets really, really technical, and it is above my head and above my pay grade. But it's shocking that this Senate committee has looked at the evidence— And they have concluded it is possible that COVID-19 could have come from animals, but it is not likely. It is far, far, far more likely that this was a human-engineered virus in a lab in China, and the research was at least partially paid for by American tax dollars. Now, that, was, that report came out on October 27th. This is November 1st. Have you seen anything in the major mainstream media about this? I mean, this is huge. Around the world, millions of people died. The American economy was just about destroyed. Thousands of businesses went out of business. This was a devastating thing. And there is evidence that it was created in a lab and was allowed or caused to escape. And it was paid for partially by American tax dollars. Where is the news coverage of this, even of the possibility? Let me tell you why. There's an election coming up next week. And this would make President Biden... Anthony Fauci, the liberal Democratic left, it would make them look really, really bad. Now, let me make a prediction. My predictions don't always come true, but let me make a prediction. After the election, this is going to be a major 
major story. But before the election, it is basically ignored. Now, let me let me close with this. You may have heard about this uh, yesterday. The Atlantic, most of you are familiar with the publication called The Atlantic and the website The Atlantic. It certainly is not right-leaning. If it leans in any direction, it leans to the left. And some of their articles, some of their opinion writers, some of their journalists are far, far left. Well, yesterday, The Atlantic, well, I could say shocked the world, certainly America, by an article by an Emily Oster. Emily Oster is one of the writers for The Atlantic. And you've heard me say for, what, two years now? When we get past the epidemic, when we get on the other side of COVID, we're going to look back and we're going to realize almost everything we were told was wrong. I mean, I've said that hundreds of times. And most of you know that, and you've got enough common sense to know that as well. You know, flatten the curve. Remember all that, all of the nonsense? Remember all the nonsense about if you take a hike out in the middle of the woods, you need to wear a mask. What? Are you serious? We were told that you could spread COVID outside. Well, anyway, it has turned out to be true. Almost everything we were told turned out to be wrong. Well, that is the gist of this article out of The Atlantic. She begins by giving a story about she and her family are hiking on a trail, and she gets yelled at. Well, no, her children get yelled at because someone on a bridge said they were too close and began screaming, social distancing. And she says this, the precautions that were given to us were totally misguided. She echoes what I've been saying. Almost everything we were told was wrong. But here is the headline. Here's the title of her article. Let's declare a pandemic amnesty. And this woman is a leftist. And she says, yeah, you know what? Uh, almost everything we were told was wrong and we were misled and and uh, uh, children suffered greatly because of education and schools and, and we were hurt and we were lied to. But let's just let bygones be bygones. Let's just, she says, let's declare a pandemic amnesty. No foul, no fault. Let's just forget about it. I don't know that we should. And I'm out of time. Interesting article in The Atlantic. Folks, thank you for joining me. I hope you have a wonderful evening, but please remember whose you are. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. Flynn. 
Deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.